Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. We're and on. we're hot. Yeah. And we're, we're hot. hot. Live. And live, hot, live, whatever. Um, guys, uh, tonight finds us around a propane fireplace. And um, we're in the middle of the western United States looking for bears. Yes. In the coastal region. Anyway, uh, it's kind of a special podcast for me because I got two people here that I actually really, really enjoy spending time out in the woods with and um just just getting to know these guys have been has been a real real blessing to me so anyway it's the it's the life outdoors well hello thank how you many ti- how many times have you changed the name what, what was it um <laughs> cascade hunter the first time. Cascade, cascade hunter, southern, southern oregon, oregon outdoors, outdoors and, and the then we ended up with the life outdoors and it's it's stuck yeah i like the life the outdoors. life outdoors I, is I, it you know and we do barebow hunter stuff too and it's hard because I got a, there's guys that like that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so they know me by the barebow hunter, but I'd like to all make it the life outdoors. Cause you're not supposed to do that. Right. I, don't know. I have no idea about branding. I, I have know. no idea about <laughs> trying to figure out the best way. I have no clue, but, yeah. um, no, the life outdoors. And I, I kind of want to get into that a little bit more, but let's just talk about exactly where we're at and what we're doing. Um, Right yeah. now, I'm blinding you with my lights. Yeah, it's it's a headlamp wars <laughs> right now, but but no, we um yeah, I, I wanted you guys to come down. I've been talking to Nate. This is Nate and Gage, um, who we have on the podcast with me. And um, anyway, I've been I've been wanting you guys to come down and and hunt some bears. Man, this year, uh, Southwest spring bear tag was not easy to draw. For no, while. you saw me whining all about it. I didn't get mine. Yeah. Yeah, you probably saw that. Yeah. So Gage has got a tag. And I got mine, just yeah. by the way. He Gage. knows people. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he must know people up in the upper echelon of ODF&W. <laughs> but um, anyway, and so you, yeah, Gage has got a tag. Come down here, and um, it's it just been, yeah, I just I just said, guys, come on down. Let's, let's do this, and you guys are here now. Yeah, and we thank you, man. It's, no, it's no, really no. cool. Um some of the stuff that you have to hunt here is really, really neat. It's it's neat country. It is. It's neat country. It's terrible. I don't know, man. It, it's pretty cool. I. It's crazy. It? It, well, it, it's it just cool it's, it's crazy how different the train can be for just two hours of driving. Yeah. So we only live two hours away from you. So. So I've said this about Oregon since forever since we started everything about born and raised. Since I actually got to go check out mm-hmm. different different places and different states even but Oregon is the most diverse state i think in in the western united states mm-hmm. we can hunt rainforest we can hunt desert we can hunt cascades yeah. we can hunt i mean there's so many things especially even down where you guys are at you know yeah down by well, i mean Medford. just just there it's so it's so different you know you totally. you can hunt the oaks and then you go up and you hunt the pines and and we do that like second season blacktails it's all you can hunt all mm-hmm. sorts of different ground, you know. Crazy, it's, it is. And too, like we were talking today, like the blacktails here on the coast coast where we live are totally different animals than down where than you guys live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Oh, yeah. We see. I know. We just, we just. Everybody's ears went forward. It's um, a keyword. Yeah. No. No. You're right. 
it's it, they seem almost different animals. In a, well, in a different. I will say blacktails are blacktails. They're the hardest. Right, right, right. I will say that it's one of the hardest animals to kill consistently. I would say. Oh, a good blacktail is the hardest animal to kill consistently. I would, yeah. But at the same time, where you guys live, they grow them a little bit bigger. Yeah. They just do. They're I mean, big. They are. They're, they're horns. Mm-hmm. You know, the, their horns are, I mean, considerably larger, I would, I would say. I, I would get say. to see a lot of them. I don't get to kill a lot of them, but I get to see a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they are. Uh, and I, they are a bigger deer as far as the antlers are concerned. Um, some people say that's because there's some, you know, there's some mule deer mixed in there. And I, I, I'm not one. I don't know. I do know that they are nice and big. Yeah. And and you're not complaining. No, nope. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and I will say that they're like ghosts in the woods. And I will say that they, they've they eluded me a big blacktail. You know, I've killed a lot of little guys, but a big blacktail, I have not got a good quality blacktail. Hey, I finally got one. Did you find are, a tick? Oh, I got a tick. We got oh, right ticks. On. All right. That's the, That's the... I had one. Nate had... Three. Three. <laughs> had three. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's, let's do some math. How many is that? That's yeah. five. That's five. That's five. five. I have a tentless... <laughs> I have, a, you know... A floorless tent that I'm going to be sleeping in. <laughs> I'm a little worried about this. Math wasn't a really good... <laughs> <laughs> we got our education trip. Yeah, That's we all got, we care. We got it. So... Yeah, there's a lot of ticks around, and it is what it is. They don't eat much, so. <laughs> That's what you keep telling me. It's, I keep it's, telling you. They it's don't not the eat, eat much stuff that bothers me. Yeah. It's kind of, you know. They don't eat much. You're going to be just fine. Um, so I, I just want to dig in a little bit um, as far as, you know, we, you know we've established who, who we're all with and everything. And the life outdoors. So um, you guys have seen me pray. A lot of times before hunts, you've seen me, uh, you know, reference, reference the Bible or reference God or, or something like that in the past. And I don't try to push it. I don't try to go over, over and above as far as, you know, Christianity or anything of my beliefs and everything. I just, I just want to tell, I guess the story and I don't want to be fake. I just want to, you know, be myself, I guess. And so what drew me a lot to what you guys are doing is the life outdoors. Um, what, what, it, I guess, what is your vision with what you're doing now? Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because, um, I've had people commenting on like our videos. We run, we have a YouTube channel. Um, it's a lot of fun. We like to do it, but I had a guy actually comment on what we were doing on the YouTube channel. And he's like, man, you know, I've seen too many people being religious, on youtube right and and especially in the hunting community and i'm like i'm like well hopefully you're not seeing that on our channel Mm -hmm. Um, right we're we're what we really do is uh, you know we live in a pretty chaotic world Mm. um i I don't know that we talk about 2020 and that kind of stuff but it's always been chaotic and uh so what we try to do is we just we believe that um, what we're bringing into the outdoor community is God himself is we're trying to pr- promote exactly what he looks like to, um, outdoor enthusiasts. Mm. And, um, we want to do it in, in a real way, but anyhow, this guy, he, he was really kind of on me about it, you know? And I was like, well, here's the deal. You know, you come to my channel to watch something that's really authentic and really real. We, we try to put that out. And I couldn't be that if I didn't say stuff about 
what the Lord. Yeah. And, um, and, and the last thing that we want to portray is any kind of religious idea of that. We just want to follow the Lord and it's a part of us. So that's who we are. And that doesn't uh, spread uh, a religious connotation at all. I think if you guys have seen our videos, you could agree that we try not to be that way. <laughs> right. And sometimes right. it happens. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But oh, yeah. that's what we do. Um, so what we want to do is we want to help people. Basically is what we want to do is we want to help people who maybe are having a hard time or having um, some kind of things that they, they maybe they've gone to a church before and and they weren't treated completely well or they have a, a idea about what God is about and uh, we quite honestly uh, we are who we are and we just try to portray that and we believe that the Lord made us who we are and that's being a hunter being somebody who actually loves to uh, um, laugh. Laugh and recreate. <laughs> recreate right, right. and be around other people. And yeah. those people don't yeah. even have to be um, somebody that believes the same thing we do. Right. Um, but at the same time, we feel like we're, that's what we've been called to do. And that's, that's awesome. so that's what we do. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we just are playing, just trying to be who we are. And uh <laughs> It's not a bad thing. It, yeah, and it's 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 really it's not a good thing either. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on if you ask my wife or not. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah. no, so that's what we're trying to do with the life outdoors. Is actually um, our our kind of our motto is is to bring life into and through that door. So what we mean by that's that cool. is to bring life into is is to speak to that door community and say, hey, look, you know, there's a reason you come out and do this stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's it's a spiritual thing. It really is. And then use the outdoors to bring it to the rest of the world and say, hey, look, you know, when you actually commune with outdoors, you're doing something completely bigger and something different than just being um, your own little self on this world. I would totally agree. You just look at the stars, man. All you got to do is look at the stars and, and you go, you know, I am not the center of the universe. No, no, no. My YouTube channel is not that awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as good as it is. I'm just saying, go ahead. I, I think it, uh, as a hunter, you know that, though. Just just the clear cuts we went to today, you see that and just, man, I'm a small dude. Right. There's a lot of country out there. Well, and but I'm an active participant in, in, in it. Too, it. Because yep. you're, we're in it. Well, and you're you're the person who is taking care of it as well mm -hmm. just just like trent some of those clear cuts you cut yeah yeah no and, and it, it takes i think you know i go back to the same pledges that i cut maybe and i just go like okay guys this should be about the right growth you know or something of right. that nature and then it takes it honestly and that's i think that's what podcasts are uh that's what positive social media is that's what um that kind of nature as far as like Nate it took Nate like today saying man you have no idea how cool that is to have cut something and what however you believe on cutting timber and and cutting trees and everything for the you know for a renewable resources however you feel on that or whatever, habitat yeah you know? whatever your stance is on that but right. at the same time and going wow and then after that we cut that it was actually just integrated with life 
honestly, with wildlife, right. and then you harvested something to feed your family from that unit that you cut or whatever you know that may be. It's just like and and like when when we were walking out today of of a spot that we went to and and nate was just like man he goes that is really really cool that you know you guys have actually taken game off of stuff that you've had um uh pretty much an intimate interaction with yeah. in the past yeah. and it's just like i i've thought about it don't get me wrong I've, I've thought about it like wow guys we're going to a spot that i actually cut i've been to numerous times every single day and and it goes down to honestly i mean honestly you know cutting trees is dangerous risking my life yeah to cut and it's not about you know as, as far as that i'm not going to take it that far but at the same time it's like and going out there and then in the end <laughs> the um you you kill something and harvest something kill something whatever however you want to say that and then feeding your family right with that is 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 that too crazy to no not at isn't all that, isn't that it's it, a full circle is what it, it, is. it is it's a full circle but at the same time it's like a little different right? <laughs> yeah. well a little different it, so put it in another perspective and I, I don't know if okay i get kind of weird when i think about this stuff but this should be good uh, um put it in another perspective you opened up the canopy allowed growth for smaller trees to to grow up and be in that canopy and also allowed for the grass that the bears eat and then you shoot that bear and then you eat it yeah and lion king it, it is it, there's a lot to that but there's Circle something molecular that happens okay now i'm getting kind of weird but there's something molecular that happens to that you're actually you created that whole cycle that is coming giving back to you and you, that's life, man. I no, mean, if, it's, if you really think about it, that's a big deal. It, no, it's it's really cool to think about in the end, and I think it's something that we, I think, as outdoors men, sportsmen, whatever you want to call it, that you know we overlook a little bit. Yeah. At time, I think we take for granted a little bit of what goes in, possibly, to making that harvest, whatever you want to call it, kill, whatever you want to call it, um, on your table. Yeah. Uh, you know, quite honestly, I think that's one of the big reasons I still hunt a lot is when I eat elk, then it gives me a whole nother appreciation for the hamburger that I get at Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I know what it took to get there. And, um, and when I eat the elk that I've, I've shot and we've packed out and then every time that you take a bite of elk and, and I think the whole bro idea of this is the same is you just you go back to that time that you actually shot that elk. Yeah. And it's an honest thing because we love elk. Oh, man. I mean, we saw elk today and we sat there mm -hmm. and we just looked at them and then we were talking about this one looks really healthy and that looks good. And we like to watch them. It's funny because we're hunters that like to sit there and watch elk. It's something yeah. I think like going to your freezer and looking at a package of whatever it may be, burger, it may be steaks, it may be tenderloin, it may be, and seeing that date written yep. on that package that you packaged yourself, yep. if not, I mean, if you had a whatever, whoever packaged it, and seeing that and going, guess what, I'm going to feed my family yep. with, uh, with a cow that I shot last year. Yep. And guess what? And we are going to thrive right. because of this. Right. There's something to be said about that. Right. And the relationship that it took to get that there. 
you know, that's that's huge. All the things that had to come together. Right. Mm-hmm. You're mean. And, and, yeah. well, and, and all your buddies that helped you get it out. That's what I mean. Yeah. All the things just, that had to come together. That's more than elk. That's more than hunting. I would honestly, agree. I would know. totally, totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that that's exactly, that's what we look at when we're looking at, you know, and we all get it right on YouTube channel. Like, why don't you just leave the animals alone and go to your supermarket or why don't you do this and that? Well, because I want to be honest about what I do. It's the same thing with why we put out our Lord. That's why we talk about the Lord on our channel is because it's just as honest for us. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not. I'm not going to beat you over the head with it either. That's I don't my whole do thing that. is from what I've done. It's like, and I honestly have been, <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, this is Trent's small little <laughs> anxiety world as far as I've been honestly offered to speak at churches and stuff just because of, you know, just praying a couple different times, right? you know, on, and I'm, I, I would love to one of these days, I'd love to try to try to do that. But I just, as far as, you know, me personally, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I mean, it's not there yeah, yet. I hear you. And so it's tough for me, like to see you, Nate, like, uh, on your film, on your film tours that you, right. that you do. It's pretty impressive for me to see that just because I'm, I can I can do this podcast because mm-hmm. there's no one in front of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. can do that. I'm the, I'm right. the same I can way. do that, you know. Yeah, but Dad's I got a talent, and God gives he's me that. Got, he's got a talent, yep. yeah. Nate, you have a really, really God-given talent. and But if I can do a small part at just, you know, a lot of, you know, what I do and everything, it's, and I know where it comes from. And yeah, yeah. It, I, think that's, I think that's something. Oh, it is exactly something. That's exactly what we need to think about. Uh, you know, quite honestly... Sometimes I think that the way that we affect people is the way that we live more than what Mm. we say. And I mean, totally honestly. And that's why when I had a guy that's, and it's funny because the conversation went this way and then we took it off of YouTube because he did it out of respect for me. He didn't want to continue the conversation on YouTube because he didn't want to negatively say anything. Which I, I respected. I thought that was great. But he was calling me out about putting so much religion in, or oh, whatever you want to call it into my, into my videos. And then he started um, texting me. And finally he said, at the end of the text, he says, hey, do you mind an atheist watching your stuff? And I'm like, no. Absolutely they, not. We make it for everybody. Absolutely. And, and we would love to have you watch it. And yeah. matter of fact, the fact that you like our stuff means something so you should really think about why you like our stuff Mm. interesting and and i'll I'll tell you basically the biggest thing is about it is because that's who we are yeah so if i'm going to be authentic i I don't want to put on anything that direction either but i don't also want to put on anything the other direction i am who i am and and i try to stay that way i mean of course we all we all try to protect things at times and things like that. I, I get that, but uh, I honesty is something that, especially nowadays, we we really have to live off of. And I, I think that's a, a good thing for people to try to see us. And that's I th- I think that's why we love bro. That's why we love the born and raised out. One of the biggest compliments that you've ever given me was just before we started this podcast when you said people ask you, "Well, what is Trent like?" And I've never, ever thought about people ever asking. Oh, they asked me that all the time. Ever. Yeah. And um, you said he is 
exactly what he is and on tv really really or on youtube really i that really it felt it felt good because it was just like i do not want to be anybody that i'm not yep. i never want to be anybody that i'm yep. not I, and and it's just it's just what i am and who i am and i think man i think a lot of people um today and i don't want to go down a giant rabbit hole of social media oh, or yeah. I, I don't want to do that but at the same time it's just like i think a lot of people you know they try you know don't try to be anybody you're not try no. to try to figure out who you are and then and then build on that and then and embrace that right and and even in like the hunting world especially with what you guys do you know um the pressure is always to get bigger and better and the thing that i like about born and raised it just like you're talking about the jakes Right? You shot Jake turkeys. Oh, yeah. And, I am not afraid to shoot a <laughs> exactly. small bearded animal. Me neither, man. And I, and so here's the deal about that is that is what brings me to Born and Raised Outdoors right there is the fact that, you know what? I'm going to get jacked up over a Jake. <laughs> and that's awesome. We should all think Which that Which most people do. Most so, people do. Yeah. They just, for some reason. They don't want to talk about it. They us. don't want to see it. So or, to take this. Oh, man. I, yeah. <laughs> gonna catch some flack for this to take this turkey hunting back to elk hunting mm-hmm. is is you know what i'm going to shoot every opportunistic you know bull yeah. that i have but there is a time that i'm gonna kill a well it hasn't happened a big one i'm just saying it's gonna happen at that, some point you're gonna kill a big one that's mm-hmm. not a problem either no and, and it's, <laughs> you're gonna be thrown into that category yeah i know you're a big bull uh, killer you know you gotta mm-hmm. you know it's just like no i'm gonna i'm going to you know shoot anything opportunistic gauge this last year talk to me about this last you know when you when you feel like we were talking about this before the podcast started and we said okay stop it we need to we need we, to we need to have mics we on need here. to mic yeah. up <laughs> yeah talk to me about being a bull killer i, I am now finally You're darn right you are You're darn right you are <laughs> finally yeah well i mean my elk my elk hunting started all the way back before i was even 12 before you can even shoot elk I, right I, i've been hunting with dad dad used to put me on his shoulders and we'd go elk hunting that's so cool so I wasn't a really serious elk hunter until we started bow hunting, and that was until I started bow hunting. And that was six, seven years ago. And we have a picture of you at 2013, and you really weren't into it. Then. I wasn't. Yeah, it didn't get until that that first bull yeah. was called in. But from there, man, I dad's called in. I don't know how many. I can't count how many bulls dad has called in for me, and it's been a it's been a struggle. You know, taking time off work changing jobs and doing all that sure. and life having a having a baby right right before season and then taking a week off and saying hey honey this is part of my life i have to do this she's awesome though <laughs> she is awesome yeah. but it, you know those kind of things or not having enough money to take a week off yeah. you know it's yeah. those mm-hmm. kind of things that i am an elk hunter that'll never change yeah. so all these years not shooting one is it was getting to the point where like it's got to happen it, one of these days, it's just got to happen, and uh, they, not not last year, but the year before, we called in. I had, I think eight bulls, and three of those were called in to me, and none of them none of them were killed. We're not counting those. Nah, we're not. We're not I mean, no, no. The only no, one I count is that one. That that one I should have shot yeah. ten times over. Actually, tenfold. It is what. It is. But at the same time, it was like this year I I went into it and it was like I am going to shoot the first legal elk that comes into me. And what do you know? 
It's this little teeny spike that came into me, <laughs> and I smoked him. Oh, you did? You shot him good? Uh-huh. And, and I am totally proud of it. Yeah. And that is the only animal I've killed that's not on Probably. the wall. But at the same time, that is the most – that's the only animal I've killed that I've cried about. Yeah. So all those years boiling up to, to kill an elk, it's, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal to put this time and effort into it and finally succeed. We have to step back just a little bit, too. So you guys don't know the backstory. He didn't go into the backstory of this. Love this. I don't have to do nothing. Yeah, go ahead, guys. There's a go ahead. story here. Go ahead. His head older brother just kind of jumps into killing elk or killing anything. Aaron. Well, at the time, I was too young to not be with you. So, so right, in Oregon, right, right. I, in Oregon, I think you have to be 14 right. before you can't hunt with right. your guardian. Right, you were like 13. Guardian. Yeah, and I, I, so I had to be with Dad to push to elk hunt to rifle hunt where we were hunting. You have to push elk, and so I had to stay with Dad. And so Aaron, my oldest brother, gets to go up on top of the knob and sit there and wait for the elk to be pushed to him. So. Aaron did get to shoot a lot of elk before I did. <laughs> so we pushed it. Well, there's that. Yeah, we were walking through there. We're rifle hunting at that point. We were rifle hunting. Yeah. And they, okay. had, they had the youth tags. And okay. uh, we were walking and we were pushing through. And his younger brother was with us, too, who had a BB gun full of BBs that were sloshing around. And we walked into the elk. We got right in the middle of them. But with that BB gun, it was, and his younger brother was five years younger than he was, so he was probably 13, so that would make him seven. Mm-hmm. And he was sloshing BBs around, and Gage was trying to keep him quiet, like bigger brothers do. Old school. This isn't the first time that his younger brother messed it up, uh-huh. or this is the this second, second time. time. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so we're pushing these elk through, and we know where they're going to come out. You know, once we push them, they're going right. to go up. Well, those elk left, and... Gage was pretty upset. He was like, man, oh, man, you know, we're right in here. Why do I always have to push with you, Dad? You know, because... When's this going to happen? Exactly. Right? And so it got pushed up, and his older brother was probably sleeping by the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No one Aaron. Or or just daydreaming. Mm -hmm. And and that cow came by him, and Aaron killed it. and, And so that was the way it was. And so Gage had to live with this. Like that, that happened to him like two or three years. Oh, and my brothers didn't rub it in at all. Never no. mentioned, never mentioned no, it once. No, nope. no, not at all. Both my brothers once. killed Still. a deer in it up before I did. Yeah. Never mentioned it once. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's his elk experience, and you know, and and then he went in. We went in down, in, and you called it. You said this is where we're going tomorrow because yep. it was your shot. Yep. And uh, I was like, uh, well, I even have video. So, and and what actually happened is. I've watched some born and raised videos and Trent is actually taught me this is when you're not an elk, get out of there. Yeah. That's true. And move and move. And that's what we had to do. And that, and so I made the call to go somewhere else where we knew, we knew we went in there the year before and there was a lot of elk elk in there. there. It's just a deep hole. And it, yeah, it was just a pain in butt to get in there, but I I made the call and that's sometimes what you got to do. So, and it worked out. And, And that's quite honestly between my son, my older son, Aaron, killing that he's 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 just done some it's almost like it comes easy to him yeah oh yeah there's those guys there's yeah those guys. there is guys. it drives me nuts sometimes oh, yeah. it drives him nuts completely those guys mm-hmm. but between that and um and and gage shooting this this elk this spike that he killed was probably one of the best i, I don't know it, that that made that's made my hunting career i could probably quit elk hunting um after that just because 
that's how big it is. It was a day. Hang it up. It was a day. Yep. Uh, Hang it up. Seriously, I could hang it up and just be fine with it. Yeah. But that's the thing is the elk hunter mentality is like next year's getting, I'm going to go in there and get another one next year. Yeah. So that just, I mean, I think that feeds that fire. It does. It does. does. I mean, it feeds that fire. Well, and, and the, and the whole, the whole way that worked, you know, cause we called that, we cow called that bull right down through to him and he had to make some moves to actually kill that elk. And you'll see it in the video. He, he actually had to, he made it happen, which is, we were talking about that before, right? There's times when you just got to make it happen. You are a elk hunter or you're going to be an elk killer or, or just, you know, a, a wildlife watcher. Or, well, no, well, that's an elk hunter. Yeah. That's an elk hunter. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, there's that small step, I think, between yep. being an elk hunter and just being an elk killer. And we talked about this, you know, before we fired up the podcast. It was just like, okay, we need to get the, we need to get some mics on. We need to get some mics yeah. on. Yeah. So it, it is. It's just like people, you know, man, if you would have taken that one more step, how many times yeah. have you heard that? How many well, times I, I right? said it before the podcast. I think you just said it. Okay. Wow, wait. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. But it, and it's just like, you know, if that branch wouldn't have been in the way, man, it would have been that easiest. Well, then duck down and shoot that elk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or Step or, around to where that branch yeah, isn't in your way. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it turns out, actually, once you start doing, you know, the killing side of things, it's just like, I made it happen. Yeah. And I'm not talking about myself by any means, but I'm just saying like the the story. Yeah. The mindset of, okay, I've watched my brother, Trevor, he has done some ninja stuff. I'm not even (laughs) rolled, like rolled over 360. There was, there's been some pirouettes. Mm -hmm. I think that's a real thing. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Where he's just like come up, you know, off his knees and just flung an arrow (laughs) and, and killed an elk. And, um, yeah, it's it's that making it happen, right? It's it's that you know taking advantage of the situation, right? Rather than going, oh, he's not broadside, shoulder forward, twenty eight yards. I got a pin for that. I've already ranged it. You, right. There's a lot of times you cannot. You it just doesn't work. It just it's just not a realistic thing. Yeah, yeah. When did that switch flip for you? Do you, do you remember when that switch flipped? Man, it's been a while ago. I know. <laughs> You've been a killer for a while. No, 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 not at all. No, 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 not at all. I've seen your barn, Trent. Don't worry. You've seen my videos. You've seen my barn. Yeah, you've seen the videos, but yeah, you guys still have no idea. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't dove deep in the mind of Trent Fisher. But but I I I really think it would help people. But I I think that's the biggest thing for elk hunting is that switch to flip. You know, it is, and it it just becomes. There was, man, back in the day, I will be, uh, yeah, totally honest. Um, I was hunting. I got to the point where I honestly, the the, the switch that flipped for me, man, I've never, ever talked about this. This is weird. (laughs) Wow. You guys are... (laughs) You guys are digging deep. Um, anyway, so it was actually with a, with a guy that I worked with for a long time. His name is Rusty. I'm not going to mention his last name, but um, he, he called elk a lot. And anyway, I, I, I kind of got with him and everything, learned how to call, learned how to cow call and, and bugle a little bit. But what I, what I learned there is I was going to go after any elk that I could. Mm-hmm. I was going to go after a cow because cows were legal in the unit that I hunted at that point. 
and I was going to go after any elk. I was not wanting to, you know, kill the biggest bull ever. I was not wanting to, I was wanting to kill something legal. Right. And I said, I'm going to go for anything that I can, no matter how deep, how dark, how ever that I saw the elk. And so I learned from that. And that's where I started my whole elk journey, if you will. And I went down in the deepest, darkest holes to try to kill a cow. Mm-hmm. Right. To try to kill a cow. Right. That's what I was. That's what I was after. I was after trying to kill an elk, and it turned out being honestly the first branch bull that I killed. Um, Rusty, it was actually there. And um, anyway, and. I shot a five-point bull on state <laughs> ground and <laughs> missed him the first shot, and the bull busted, and I went down, and I, anyway, long story short, and uh, I shot it at 55 yards and, uh, and killed, it, killed the bull and shot him really, really well. And um, anyway, and that's where I started the journey of, but I, you have no idea how many, I would see a whole group of cows in the bottom of a unit. And you guys know, you guys have seen seen the units over here. (laughs) And it was the bottom of the bottom of Satan's taint, (laughs) if you will. Yeah. And anyway, and I would run clear down and try to call those elk and try to learn those elk. And that's how I started my whole bow hunting, if you will, or elk, elk, elk calling career. And anyway, and then just learning elk and learning their sounds and stuff like that. And I was, all I was trying to do is just kill an elk, a cow, anything, anything that I could, anything legal. I was really, really, you know, trying to just try to get close enough to where I could kill anything. And, um, anyway, so yeah. So that's that's, cool. That's the way I, that's That's the way I started out. Yeah. That's the way I started out. How about you, Gage? Um, so when when did that, when did that switch flip? I know the day I think. (laughs) (laughs) So the day that switch flipped was that day that that bull my dad called into me and I stood there. It's on video. It's on video. Uh, amazing video. Actually, it my wife all over it. My your, wife videoed your wife that. Videoed that whole so thing. and uh, little stud that she is. <laughs> little stud. She is. She is. She's a little stud. She's four she eleven and she uh, just goes everywhere. Not with afraid. Us. Not afraid. Oh wait, Not she went elk hunting with us. She followed us for twelve miles one day. <laughs> She, Not she did oh, Well, yeah, the thing stuck. is, she didn't say anything until we got to that 12-mile mark, and then she whispered to me. She said, my feet are bleeding. Oh, and it was yeah. like, we're going back to if camp. If I would have known you that, I would have packed her back to uh-huh. camp. Yeah. But that was, the, that was the switch because I got there, and I stood there, and nothing happened. And Dad called that bull into me. And then, I, I mean, that bull was there for at least 15 minutes as it felt. It was, it was probably 5, 10 minutes. I don't know how long he actually stood there. Then it took seeing my dad crawling on his hands and knees, trying to get close, trying to kill that elk. (laughs) And I seen that killer mentality in his eyes. He was he was gonna kill that elk. Yeah. And it was like, man, I just my bozo. I just stood there and watched him, and just shaking. I bet that arrow was going a mile, mile. (laughs) But that that's what it took. It took that bull coming in and all the work we put in to get that elk in, and then me just freeze yeah and that that's what it actually took and well and thinking that he was going to see you and, and you could yeah. have walked around the tree and, and put an arrow and, on him and that and that that yeah it's but it's it, a different thing when you've done you got to be around mm-hmm. elk to do that you, you know? have to be there yeah i think i think that's the whole thing as far as like my dad too i've been around a lot of elk and watched him my i've watched my dad shoot a bunch of them 
you know. Yeah. And it was just like, but my dad would just be like, yeah, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I'm like, how does that even, how, how does that even work, you know? And he, didn't, he didn't even shake. No. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, dad. Oh, your dad's a special dude, though. He's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, dad's the real is. deal. Yeah, he can... He can flat shoot animals, and and but he's done it forever, and, right. and I don't know. I think yeah, I'll get him on a podcast and say, "What was your defining moment?" Yeah, <laughs> and that it would, would probably be, be because I, we were hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what that, I mean. It, you know, and that's awesome. I mean, I, I yeah, I'd love to hear that podcast. You but at the same that. time, I think that's a different deal. Like you know, we have all these different you know of when you know we wanted to just kill something and then it goes back to the whole way back if you want to talk about it and back to maybe there's been a time in your life where you know what the family needs to eat yeah and it's a season that's open yep i don't think you're going to hear about that a lot more yeah you know i think that's a that's a thing of the past i think a little bit and it's just like you know we were yeah we we didn't have elk and so that's I needed to shoot something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's where where I took on as when I started my whole little, if you want to talk journey or whatnot, as far as like, yeah, I want to provide for the family every single year. If I can kill a cow, I can kill a whatever it may be. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a cool feeling. Me and my wife have been married for four years. And you've not and, bought a lot of beef. And we have not. <laughs> the only time I buy beef is on Valentine's Day and I cook yeah. her a nice steak. That's the only time. And that feeling is a That's very, awesome. very good feeling. And to watch my daughter eat I was going to say, now you're bringing and, a daughter into And that. a daughter into yeah. it. And it's... It, so cool. That, it's just a crazy feeling. And then She's... And it, she is. <laughs> just the feeling. Totally, and having a you're full not freezer. At all. Oh, dude. You're not biased <laughs> at all. You're not biased at all. Grandkids dude. are the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when, when you have... When your problems are is like, do I need to buy another freezer? That's when That's you know... That's a good problem to have. That, that's a good problem it's to have. It's not terrible. It's not, and terrible. it's a it's a great feeling. And um, my brother just moved back from the army, and his yeah. wife and his his kid lived with us for a little bit, and she bought hamburger. I was like, "You do not need to buy hamburger. There's about <laughs> 300 pounds sitting in that freezer. Do not buy hamburger." That's awesome. You know, and it's just That's that awesome. feeling. It's yeah. like, "Don't worry, I got you." Know that feeling as a man is the best feeling. Like I'm supporting my family. It, That's awesome. It, it's cool. So, yeah. and, and it's not just. I mean, not that beef's not good no but at the same time it's this is like primo mm-hmm. hamburger you know and especially the just the work you put into it you kill right. the elk you clean the elk you process your wife their satisfaction mm-hmm. their satisfaction they're and satisfied. then me and my wife every year there's that's a bonding experience it's, for it's you either guys. it's either a bear or yeah. a deer or an elk every year we process that that together. wild game together that's cool and she loves it she loves to do it so it, it is a very cool very cool thing in family tradition. It's becoming a family tradition. It is. That's it, awesome. Yeah, so we go to his house to eat elk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Or deer, I, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've killed a few Anything. deer here lately. Yeah. And Dad's like, when am I getting backstrapped? It's like, yeah, yeah come on over. We'll wow. get you some backstrap. Yeah. No, we need the best prime cuts. Mm-hmm. We need the prime cuts. No. Yeah. So. No, and actually, I was talking to Gage here coming down here and i was like man you know what you've done he, he's killed a deer two years in a row and he's killed that elk and and now if we could get him a bear yeah we'll we'll fill that freezer back up tomorrow yeah. tomorrow yeah. tomorrow's tomorrow. the day yeah. it is the day no and if it's not it's gonna be the next day yeah 
<laughs> there will be a bear down and, and before we're super the blessed over. to be able to just to go out oh yes it's for, it's for sure do it and just yeah. to have the fellowship with each other yeah. i think it's uh, there's something to be said about that and i think you can get wrapped up too much and i've noticed myself at times just being like well we, we got to kill something we got to yeah. kill something we got to kill something yeah. and it's just like hold on there is Let's some just, pressure there. There is some yeah. pressure there, and and having a YouTube channel and having all this social media stuff, I think it it, it, it definitely, definitely puts it on you. It feeds all yeah. that fire, but at the same time, I think and it, it, it just goes back. And I'm going to wrap this I mean, whole thing up. We all can't up. be born and raised, you know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going there. I wasn't going there, Nate. I wasn't. I know, going but there. I did. <laughs> I know, but I I want to. I'm going to wrap this podcast up, but at the same time, it goes back. Back to the life outdoors of what are we doing why are we doing it look at yourself and maybe just take a step back and just say hey you know what is is there something greater than me is yeah what am i doing you know wh- smell the pine needles yeah what's going on here and um it just it, yeah it, it just i don't know it resonates as far as this whole time that we've been together and you know it's it's tomorrow's going to be a new day and what are we getting up for yeah Mm -hmm. what are we getting up for you you know i quite honestly think and and being a grandfather now um it all comes grandfather you're you're dating yourself a little bit oh yeah i love i'm proud to be a grandfather (laughs) um but it, it comes back to relationship quite honestly what do we really have to take off of this earth? Um, it's not it's not our cool bows, which we love. It's not our good good gear, which we love. Um, it's really nope. the relationships, yeah. and that, quite honestly, is the biggest thing. And I think that's the biggest thing that we learn in the outdoors, and that's what brings life into the outdoors. And so, when we get out and do this, I think it's the relationships of what we do and who we're around. And our relationship to the the nature itself, mm-hmm. and then our relationship to the one who created it, and I, I think that's that's probably the biggest takeaway that we get from the outdoors, is that relationship. Uh, have you ever sat on a ridge by yourself, and and you watched the sun come up, and you're the only one in that perspective that gets to see that. Mm. Nobody else on earth gets to see what you're seeing. That's given to you from a relationship, and that's what the life outdoors is trying to show people. That's what we're. That's what we're about. I would totally agree. And to everybody listening to this, don't take that for granted. Yeah, don't take it for granted at all. Uh, especially, especially now, especially when you get grandkids. Show that to them. Yeah. And then you guys, everybody that listens to this that goes hunting, and and there's a lot of groups that hunt together. You know. It is as much as we love to kill elk together. It's not about that. Nope. It's about packing them out together. Nope. It's, it's about a, eating together. It's, it's about, about going and chasing them. It mm-hmm. is. It's, it is. And yep. it makes that harvest so much more better. Uh, yeah, it does. Yep. But at the same time, it's just like when you look back on some of the most successful hunts, it's the most <laughs> unsuccessful. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 2017. The hunts, it's the it's the hunts <laughs> that didn't pan yeah. out, but at the same time, yeah. we were all in it for the same reason. Yep. And so, I guess that's a good place to leave this. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to this and um, the life outdoors. Go check them out. I would. I yeah. I would encourage you to, you know, seek something 
better than yourself. I would, I would agree. <laughs>